Today's episode is brought to you by Patchworks, our lovely synth shop here in the Northwest. Just full of lovely people. Have you ever been to Patchworks? Well, if you haven't, you should go there because they have the best staff and they have the best selection. They have modules, they have synths, they have drum machines, they have studio equipment. What else could you need? They've got cables, connectors. Put it this way, if you had nothing and you were about to build yourself a recording studio with a bunch of synths and modular gear, you could probably get all of it at Patchworks. So please visit them online at patchworks.com, P-A-T-C-H-W-E-R-K-S.com. And while you're there, why don't you browse their fine selection of Afterlater Audio equipment. That's right, this episode is also brought to you by Afterlater Audio. Go check out the Carve, Q-A-R-V, a quad function generator amongst other things. It is an amazing module. And you know that my favorite module on Earth is the Benjolin V2 with the Turing Machine Expanders. Those are all available at patchworks.com or afterlateraudio.com. You know, but why not support both sponsors of the show? Welcome back to Podular Modcast. My name is Tim, and this week we have Eden Gray on the show. Eden is the founder of CV Freaks, which is a concert series, like an event series, that started in the UK but is now in Ohio. How did that happen? Well, we're going to find out. She's also done work with 4MS for her graduate degree, and we're also going to talk about that. It is a rather short conversation because, unfortunately, Eden had to run off to go teach a class, but that matters not because it is a great conversation. So that's going to be coming up here in a moment. Um, but first, I'm going to tell you some, some cool stuff. I just want to say thank you to Dan Walbeck over at DPW. Um, you know DPW. They make that awesome limiter. They make the four-band distortion, uh, which you're, if you're not familiar with, is a really, really great distortion that has uh, a low, a low mid, a mid, and a high EQ on it. Um, it also has a quarter-inch jack, and if you want fuzz with low end if you want like an overdriven distort like the super distorted sound without losing your low end then you should check this out but he just sent me a couple of his new modules um i haven't really got a chance to play with them too much things have been kind of crazy around here lately but uh i just wanted to say thank you and that some demos are coming soon but while we're waiting for those demos um you can go check these modules out there is his, uh, his, there's a switch he made that's very, very cool. And it's conveniently named uh, Switch. It is four channel. Uh, it has latching capabilities. You can um, turn the latching on and off with CV, but you can also like route signals both ways um, and get some really crazy kind of wave shaping through it too. So it's not just a switch. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so far, I haven't really used it, like I said, very much, but so far it seems very fun. And then there is the 2-0, which I'm still trying to wrap my head around. But um, yeah, I just wanted to let you all know that I've got some new modules. I'm gonna learn how to use them and I'm gonna uh, tell you about them. So if you're listening, Dan, thank you very much. If you guys have not checked out Dan's stuff, please, please do so. In fact, I believe that there's a CV Freaks podcast on YouTube where our guest for today interviews Dan so you can go check that out 
I also want to say thank you to everybody who supports me on Patreon. You're really, really helping to keep the show uh, in existence, really. The show could not go on without the Patreon. Um, so very, very, very high, high thank you for that. Is that what people say? Very, very high thank you? I'm going to start saying that. Very, very high thank you to you. Um, <laughs> if you would like to help support the show and help grow the show, as you know, I want to get into more video stuff and have more bonus material, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash podular modcast. Um, I just sent out some uh, extra ble uh, Bleep Bloop 2000 faceplates because we had a bunch of extras um, and some stickers. So if you're a patron um, and you didn't see that I was offering that, you can send me a message. Uh, on the emails at podmodcast at gmail.com or through Patreon. Um, and I can, I can send you a little, little care package. Um, what else? I brought my synth over to my friends, Steven and Jenny's house. Uh, Steven just got another grand piano. So he has two grand pianos in his house, which is crazy. One of them is in his bedroom and it's, it's just like hilarious. It's like, what? It's extra. Anyways. Um, I brought my synth over and I just kind of like, I, I set up a patch without even listening and had the onboard mic from Instruo recording singing bowls and us talking and playing piano. And I just set it up where I was running into morphaging and just recorded for hours. And uh, it made this really crazy, weird thing that I'm gonna play for you after our conversation. But first we have to get to the conversation. So let's talk to Eden Gray. All right, we're rolling. Okay. How are you? I'm doing really good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. I think this is the second earliest I've ever recorded a podcast in the oh, yeah. four years of the show. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I got, I, I did some drawing this morning, and I took, I drank some coffee, so I'm actually feeling pretty awake and refreshed. So I'm actually, I was thinking, hmm, maybe I should start waking up this early every day. <laughs> thanks for getting on early for me. Yeah, the time zones, and thanks for having me. Absolutely. So there's a lot that we need to cover today, and I know we're on a tight time schedule, so let's just jump right into it. Um, I, I'm, I'm interested in your academic work, and then your, you did like an internship for, for your grad program at 4MS, is that right? Yeah, that was a long time ago. So that was in the final year of my master's in music technology uh, for mm -hmm. Florida International University. And I was so happy that 4MS uh, let me do it there. It was six weeks of learning how to play it and build it with them. Was that your first experience with Modular? Yes. Back oh, in wow. the summer of 2013, yeah. Okay, wow, that's very cool. So you, you, were you living in Florida? Yes, I was in Miami doing my master's at the time, yeah. Okay, and then how did you find 4MS and end up in Portland? That's a long ways to go. Yeah, I met them at NAMM. I got a professional, uh, well, no, it's called the President's Innovation Award to go to NAMM mm -hmm. because uh, I wrote a little, uh, you know, application to get the scholarship to, I think it was Electronic Musician Magazine. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, so they gave me that award because I said I wanted to build a synthesizer. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So how did you... What, what yeah. led you to uh, going to the, that program in, in Florida? Um, the Master's in Music Technology? Well, I did the, uh, the undergraduate degree in art, which mm -hmm. was mostly creative writing, painting, sculpture. And I did some seminar classes in the uh, electronic music uh, studio there at University of Miami. 
and I had started making music with Ableton um, from about 2006, 2007. And then I did Fruity Loops and I got really into making music and I was like, music is so much easier to make as an art form because it doesn't take any space in your house. Right. Yeah, I'm learning that now and since I've been getting into drawing a lot. I'm just, I've got all this stuff everywhere. And then when I, you know, I'm like, what do I do with all these? Cause I'm not very good. So it's like, do I just mm -hmm. throw them away? Or I guess I, I just hang them in my studio here until yep. I get tired of them. But yeah, it does start adding up. <laughs> yep. Drawing supplies, um, uh, all the canvases and all the art supplies. Yeah. Take up a lot of space after mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. Um, do you still do that stuff though? A little bit? Well, I do a little bit. Um, just right now, I only have colored pencils and I have my dolls that I like to do. So I do some sewing, but I'm pretty oh, much cool. just focused on the music because now my gear takes up a lot of space. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so I try to use that as much as I can. Yeah. Um, is that one of your dolls behind you over your left shoulder on that mantle? Oh, yeah. The green one. Yep. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I have a whole bunch of them here and I've given away probably 60 or 70 to friends. Oh, that's cool. Do you have like an Etsy shop where you sell them or anything? No, I never really, I never set up a shop to sell them. I probably should do. I was thinking merchandise, I could or make them my merch or something. Yeah, yeah. They're just well, fun for me. Uh, I've, I've always been interested in, in an idea of uh, like vinyl so hard to do. Not everybody has a cassette player and the, they it's, it's expensive to get them um, made and it can take a long time. I always thought it'd be fun to like, do something different as like a down, like you buy the album and then I'll send you the, uh, you could like put on Bandcamp, like don't buy a tape. You can buy this doll and it comes with a download of my album or something. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. I should, yeah, I should definitely do that. Well, I'll definitely buy a doll. Um, They're so cute. Yeah. They look really cool. Um, Oh, where was I going to go with this? Uh, did you grow up in Florida? Are you from Florida or how did you end up there? Um, my dad got a job at University of Miami to take care of all the pianos in the university. So he's a, the lead piano technician and tuner there. Okay. So we moved to Miami in 2000 from Cleveland, okay. uh, where I was born. And yeah, we just lived in Miami the longest of anywhere. Okay. Yeah. Um, my, one of my closest friends is uh, a piano technician and tuner here in, in uh, Washington, he kind of does a bunch of, a bunch of the Puget Sound area and he's young and he's part of this guild. And he said like, he's the youngest person by far. They're all old and all these older guys that are trying to retire, are trying to give him his business. So he kind of started doing it at the right time. Cause he's yeah. only like 32 or something. That's right. Piano technicians guild. My dad does the uh, rebuilding too of the actions. So he uh -huh. gets in there with the little parts of the hammers. I've helped him with it before. I did an, uh, a little apprenticeship for him when I was doing my undergraduate. Oh, cool. That's very uh, cool. Yeah, my friend does yeah. that too. He's got a whole garage full of woodworking stuff. And yeah, he's he's always working on his own piano. He just bought a grand piano. So now he has a baby grand. And then he's getting a grand. So he, rather than get, getting rid of his baby grand, he's putting it in his bedroom, which is just so it's going to be a one wall. There's going to be a baby grand on one side of the wall and then a grand on the other, literally a couple feet away from each other. It's just like I want to I want to make fun of him about that. But at the same time, I look at all the stuff I have and I'm like, I don't have any room to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pianos are big and heavy. 
Yeah, I don't know how he's getting it in there, and I'm glad he hasn't asked me to help. Um, so you got a lot of stuff going on now and coming up. I mean, you do CB Freaks, and you do the um, which is kind of an umbrella term for a bunch of different stuff, including a podcast. So can you tell us a little bit about CB Freaks? Uh, yeah, so CB Freaks is the name I gave to uh, the event that I started when I was in Portland, mm -hmm. and and I just carried the name on because um, after I left Portland, you know, Jeff, Jeff Knorr, he, he carried on doing the events, but he made it a monthly. I was doing it weekly there because I was only there for six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was so great to meet everyone there that way. And it was so much fun to hear them play. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so then I, when I moved to London for my PhD, eventually after about a year or two, I found a venue that would let me host a modular meet there. And the community in London was amazing. So many people came out, their performances were great. I had so many favorites. And, uh, and then when I went to Superbooth, all the time, like all four years that mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's since it started, um, I met performers there and I would invite them over to my London show and uh, they would come and play and it was so great. And then now I'm doing the CV Freaks in Columbus, co-hosting with uh, Craig Clifford, who uh, I helped build his giant um, machine and he helped me start the podcast, actually. The podcast uh, was something I started due to the pandemic to not being able to host the events. I was like, well, I'll just do the podcast uh, and talk to some of the people I've known who have come mm -hmm. to my events and shown stuff and I've met, you know, artists. And so, yes, yeah, so that was great. And thanks to Craig for helping me start that. Um, and now I've kind of winded down with it because the pandemic is ending and there's just a lot of things happening. It's much busier time right now, but yeah. I've done, now six CV freaks here in Columbus since I've been here in July. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, and I helped Craig build his monstrous wall of synthesizer. It's just a giant collection of really good stuff that he has there. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so um, what did you get your PhD in? In music composition. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I recently I put the uh, my dissertation, which is like um, just a commentary of the experience of doing CV Freaks in London, attending Superbooth, um, and making music with the modular synth mostly. Um, so that's on the CV Freaks website now. Oh, cool. Links. Yes. I will put a link to that in the show description so people can check that out. That sounds yeah. really cool. Anyone can read it. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and wait, when did you get back from London? It sounds like you've lived everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so great. I love traveling. Um, so in 2018, I returned to Miami uh, to finish my PhD there. Mm -hmm. uh, I did it just, you know, working on my paper because I had done all the courses for four years, uh, you know, research training and a lot of <clears throat> field work you know, mm -hmm. going to see different things, going to have the experience of, uh, yeah, just like playing out and, and reading a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of great stuff there. So a side question, we don't have to get too in the weeds on this, but having been trained in research and how the scientific method works and all of that stuff, how frustrating is it for you to watch the world 
right now during like the pandemic and, and like vaccines and just not knowing how science works and I'll do my own research and getting their information from YouTube doctors, quote unquote, that's got to be aggravating. Oh my goodness. It seems like <laughs> people have just become very bored and make up things. Um, yeah. <laughs> and since they're allowed to, they do whatever they want. There's all these ridiculous things that people are doing like with TikTok and that, and I can't get into that, you know, it just doesn't mm -hmm. make sense to me how the yeah. world is moving so fast mm -hmm. because, because of people have to see something and have instant um, kind of pleasure from watching something or, yeah. or not pleasure or some kind of reaction, but it's actually the anti-pleasure. It's, it's keeping yeah. them addicted and anxious. And I actually just read a really good book by an author uh, named Jenny O'Dell. She's also a, like a visual artist. She's from the Bay Area. Um, but she wrote a book called How to Do Nothing. And it's, talk, it's main, mainly talking about um, the attention economy, you know, and, and how to, how to kind of take charge on what you choose to give your attention to and and she takes like an ecological and artistic approach and and even mentions like deep listening and stuff it's it's really good you should check that out yeah deep listening i was researching for my master's thesis actually yeah so were you amazing. doing some of those activities in the book uh i never did like the group ones i couldn't find a group of people that would would do it with me but i was trying to i don't know i just really appreciated pauline's uh yeah, her kind of conceptual weird mm -hmm. things that she was doing so early. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I was. I have that book, and I was going through it the other day, and I was. I'm actually going to my friends. Two of my friends live together uh, nearby, and my, my friend with the, the 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 pianos, and we do like sleepovers where we stay up and play music, and you know they have a hot tub, and it's just we like we all hang out and act like kids. And uh, I was thinking about bringing the book over there and. <laughs> seeing if I could get them to do some some of Pauline Oliveras uh, Very exercises. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I like her one of, what are those things called? The She she was like, everybody do, uh, is it a dip, dip thong? A dip thong? Where you go. Um, everybody goes, woo, woo, something like that. <laughs> I'll weird. look for that one. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it's called, a dip, dip thong. D-I-P-H thong, okay. yeah. <laughs> Um, so speaking of super booth, you've got some super booth news, right? Oh, I'm so excited. I've been invited by, um, Herr Schneider to return to super booth for my third performance. Cause I played yeah. there in 2017 in the auditorium. I played on the seaside stage in 2018 and now I'll be playing there again this year on Saturday at five. Oh, stage. wait, this Saturday? No, 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 no. It's, oh, I was like, Saturday wait, it's <laughs> okay. I was gonna say it's not. It's in September, right? No, it's May. So, oh, uh, it's Super May? Booth okay. is usually in the spring. They did it in September last year because it was their first one getting back from the pandemic, which I couldn't uh -huh. go to. That's the only one I haven't been to. But uh, okay. the ones in the spring are really nice. The weather is great. Um, but yeah, so it's May twelfth through fourteenth. So I'll be playing on the fourteenth. Okay, I'd really like to go. I need. I've. I've never been to Europe. I'd really you like to You should definitely go try. And then yeah. you can meet, meet our mutual friend, Dan Walbeck. I know. I was going to say you've had Dan on the uh, on your podcast. I love Dan. He just sent me a couple new modules that I have to play with. I haven't, I haven't had time to play with my synth at all, but they're in my main case, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure them out. That's one of the goals for today. Um, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, Dan. Hi, Dan, if you're listening. I really, really like that guy. He's Hi, very Dan. sweet. Yeah, he's the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're playing a show, but are you you're also uh you're also representing a company there, aren't you? No, that'll be at NAM. So that Oh, that's be at NAM, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Alex Four is uh Schneider's Laden distribution company. So I had told uh Herr Schneider, I said you know, I really want to move to Berlin one day to be your assistant. I just told him <laughs> randomly, because, you know, my CV Freaks events are like really tiny super booths. Uh huh. <laughs> so, but super booth is the most amazing experience. Just walking around, seeing everything, trying out things, and talking to everybody. Um, so, and then he said, "Oh, well, uh, you could go represent our distribution company at Nam." And I said, oh, what an, what an honor. That would be amazing. So I can't wait. That's so cool. Yeah, I get to wear one of those cool jackets. They're like electrician jackets. Say I was <laughs> That's going to be the best part. Yeah, the jacket. <laughs> and playing the gear, of course. Right, right. Are you going to play any uh, sets while you're down there? Uh, well, we haven't discussed it yet. Maybe I could be like, well, I'll do a little performance around 3.30 on one of the days or something or 4 o'clock. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That well, that's fun. really cool. So you've kind of got, you've got multiple irons and multiple fires, as they'd say. Well, no one would say that. I guess I just made that up. Um, but <laughs> I never heard that one. <laughs> well, there's a lot of irons in the fire, I think is the actual saying. Oh, okay. I yeah. think it's uh, something about like uh, blacksmithing, maybe, is my guess. I don't know. Oh. Oh, okay. Like, like the reforging of the sword. I'm a big Lord of the Rings nerd. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's so fun. You're like, uh, you're doing you. It's you like from the outside when you explain what you do. You kind of it sounds like you do like exactly what I would like to do, but I just like I can't I can't travel that much, and I, uh, I mean, I could, I guess. But it's just like the time and the money, you know. But it sounds like uh, sounds like you're all over the place and really, really like soaking up the scene. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, well, the the London experience was really helpful being over there because it's much easier to fly from London to different parts of Europe. Oh right. Uh, but since the past two years here of the pandemic, I haven't been able to travel at all. So my last London event was December 2019. Oh wow. And that was CV Freaks 12. So uh -huh. I can't wait to go back to London. I hope this year to do another one. Very cool. And so do you, um, you do them there in Columbus now. Do you, do you do like a video component and put that on YouTube and everything? Uh, so far we've, we've been able to record some of the performances. Uh, there's no internet in the space yet. So we haven't been able to live stream, which I was okay. hoping we would be able to figure out from somebody's phone, but it hasn't happened yet. Um, but I did meet uh, one module uh, developer here in Ohio called Kyle from Midiverse Modular. And okay. he's, yeah, so he's been helping record uh, the video of the live sets and, and the audio. And uh, his modules are pretty interesting. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait to check those out. I don't think I've heard of that company yet. Um, yeah, seems like there's a lot of companies now. Yeah. He, <laughs> He's celebrating his one year uh, of starting about a year oh, ago. Oh, very cool. That's That's got to be a good feeling. Um, yeah. uh, oh, gosh. I, I, I was telling you how awake and alert I was, but I feel like I just, like, 
I had like a moment where my, my, my brain just hit a wall. Um, yeah. So when is the next CV Freaks in Columbus? Uh, that'll be March 19th. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's a monthly there or? Yeah, it's been a monthly. Mm -hmm. It's okay. really fun. Um, the community here is awesome. I met uh, one of the Muff, uh, Mod Wiggler moderators is here in Columbus, and he's great. Luke Tiford is amazing. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's really, really good. I know that name. I think here. we're friends on Instagram. Yeah, he's he's posting a lot of funny videos. I love the little names and titles he gives to his videos. <laughs> They're the most funny. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of cool people here in the scene. I mean, about, you know, it's really small, but we're trying to grow it all the time, see who's going to come out of the woodwork. And Yeah, well, I was going to say, should we put a call out to people out in the, in the Midwest who maybe, um, you know, don't know about what's going on? with with cv freaks and 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 if so how do they get a hold of you how do they join up and oh yeah definitely everyone's invited um it's well this the website is cvfreaks.com or you can email cvfreaks at gmail.com all the info there is on the website um the address the time what we do everybody can bring their gear um play it all day you can bring stuff you don't have to bring stuff you can play whatever's there oh um, cool you can play mine, you can play Craig's, you can play, yeah. Okay. And you can perform. It's open to performances too. Yeah. Can you, uh, you said it's like a mini super booth. Can you just kind of like paint me, paint, paint me and the, the listener a picture? Like we've never been to a CV Freaks event. We show up when it starts and we leave when it ends. What's that look like? Well, when you come, everybody's kind of setting up and then all of a sudden you'll start hearing some music from one of the synthesizers and then it grows into more sounds coming from more synthesizers and it gets to be very loud and <laughs> very cacophonous but really interesting in each section you go to or each synth kind of setup you can hear what what's going on with that one you can turn the knob try it talk to the person if they're around or you can find them or if you have a question you say oh i need to know about this one uh, who do i talk to and then you just kind of yeah, you just if you're interested in learning about them, that's how you do it. Go around, see what's there, and ask questions. Um, and there's yeah, it gets really interesting with all the sounds. In London, I had more manufacturers um, coming, mm -hmm. like ALM would come. Um, oh, cool! To, to all of them, pretty much. And uh, I had Abstract Data come. Tom Whitwell, um, Thonk was coming oh, cool. too, showing yeah the modules that he had which were, uh, you know, the Danny Sound and God's Box. He had a lot of those. Okay. Yeah. So when people are, so everybody kind of, you sign up to get a table or a space, or do you just show up with your stuff? You just show up, and there's <laughs> always plenty of table space. <laughs> yeah. If I always try to get a venue with plenty of table space, plenty of tables, so that nobody has to worry about bringing a table, which was kind of a concern in the beginning when I started them many, many years ago, but now I just make sure there's plenty of table space so that there's always room for everybody. And if people bring a power strip, that's helpful usually too. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine there's <laughs> just power strips and extension cords everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and if they Have bring you... a speaker, if they want to play out loud, they bring a speaker. If they're not concerned, they can just bring headphones. Okay. Okay. So I was going to say some people could go around and listen in headphones so they don't hear everything else and they can just focus on what... Okay. Yeah. That sounds like some of the synth events we've had here in Seattle. Does anybody, 
does it ever happen to where people start making stuff and like make stuff together and it becomes one big piece or is it just kind of everybody does their own thing? That's always something I've been aiming for, for everybody to share a clock. Mm -hmm. So I got that little um, ERM multi-clock, you know, Erdfings Bureau, uh -huh. uh, with the intent that everybody could play at the same time, like maybe six or seven systems in a circle all mm -hmm. at the same clock and it would be just this grand sound of madness that would be amazing uh -huh. like surround sound <laughs> but it hasn't happened yet right now it's just like i'll go and share a clock with somebody or i'll be like hey luke share my clock and we'll, okay. do it for, we'll have a little jam for a little while and but yes yeah, so clock. these are like all day all day events then yeah so the meet uh part is from like three till six thirty usually that's what the time frame has been uh -huh. around here sometimes i would start them from noon till eight but the first half is the meet and the second half is the concert which people can still talk about stuff during you know in the meet mm -hmm. area but the concert i try to get everybody to pay attention to the uh performers to see mm -hmm. how they how they utilize their synthesizer in the live performance yeah that's one of the challenges of modular events is everybody there is so excited about the technology that it's like they just want to talk and myself included just want to talk to other people because it's like you don't get to see all your friends who are into the same thing as you all the time so it's like this once a month you see everybody and then all you like you have so much to share and so many questions and yeah and it's like oh yeah we're supposed to also be like making and listening to music <laughs> <laughs> yeah the music is part of it yeah right but yeah <laughs> it's both it's really both definitely yeah, That's what's definitely. so amazing about it. So you can continue to do the meat stuff, which always happens um, during the concert. Okay. What do you substitute teaching? Uh, I do all subjects right now. This is a job that I have before I'm, I'm applying for jobs at universities. Since I have my PhD, I want to be yeah. a professor of composition and electronics and teach about this stuff. I always try to squeeze in a little lesson about synthesis if the students seem interested uh -huh. uh, and if we run out of stuff but uh or i'll give a little presentation if if i'm in a music class then i'll show them a, a little bit of how i make music in my software yeah. um but let's see what was i gonna say oh yeah and i always tell them to subscribe to my youtube channel if they're the right <laughs> age range and they get so yeah. excited they're like oh, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> cool <laughs> yeah um so you actually have to go pretty soon to go teach that um, right. So what would you like to use your last couple minutes on the show to scream from the mount modular mountaintops? Oh, uh, well, uh, I think it was really great during the pandemic to meet everybody. Like, I, I think I met you at that time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or it was just before then. I met you. We, right yeah, I was going to ask. when. I know we've chatted through Zoom or something, or we're at, like, we were... I don't know if we were in like just like a discord thing or if we were at the same live event or something but i remember we chatted i found your podcast about summer of 2019 and it was just before i was gonna go do my last london event which was uh-huh uh yeah 20 uh, december and i was also playing in hamburg at that same on the same trip so and that was like the best show i ever did uh the efil electronic series in hamburg and Robert Lowe was on the same bill and Sarah oh, Devachi. Cool. Yeah, it was a series. So they weren't there at the same time as me, but it was like one would be every month. So I was uh -huh. in, yeah, and that was like a really 
big deal for me. That's uh, really cool. Yeah, it was the best. Um, yeah. But meeting everybody during the pandemic on Discord and, you know, the modular world was really cool, what Jano has done and, hmm. and brought so many people out and together just through the internet. Uh, so, and yeah, like, I wish I, I mean, the podcasting thing is really hard for me. I mean, I, I tried to have that personality, but I don't know. It was not really uh, professional, like with the whole graphics and things like that <laughs> to do a yeah. real one. But I know, um, I know how that goes. <laughs> but yeah, I'm so excited about the community and where it's going and how it's exploded and everybody is so cool and so many great sounds to be made and experiments to be done and things to create mm -hmm. yeah. definitely yeah the, and i i had the same experience over the pandemic just uh watching all the, the different synth societies starting to work together um and all these virtual events with people from all over and and now i just feel like there are people that i've never been in the same physical space as that i would that i consider friends and if i and if i did see them out in the actual world it would you know we'd be like oh my gosh and then we'd, we'd hang out and we'd go get dinner and stuff but it it's and and from all over the place it's really really cool it, that was uh i think the best part of the pandemic for me personally was just seeing like okay we all had our own modular scenes in our area but they kind of yeah. coalesced into one worldwide scene in a way and that was thanks to people like you too you know i know i saw you uh, out there a lot doing stuff and um I did a ton. Yeah, <laughs> ton you did a lot. Live stream stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Home. Yeah, it's funny. Like um, when I started this podcast, a couple people asked me, it's going to be weekly. Like you're going to run out of people to talk to. And now it's four years in and there's too many people to talk to. Mm -hmm. Like I have a, I have people submitting to be on the show and I have people that I'm looking for. And it's just like this huge blender it's hard for me to keep track of I, I need to be better about keeping track it's amazing of that stuff. <laughs> it's so good that you've been doing it so long and uh so many great guests yeah it's been awesome yeah. it's been really fun and i get to meet it, this is a great way because you meet people on the online events and stuff or or at events but you don't get to have like these conversations like you and i are having it's just you and i and you know it's a real conversation back and forth and it's just I, I feel like those are rare these days and they're they're very meaningful and they're very enriching for me so thank you as well yeah and it's good to have a conversation without tons of modular sound but <laughs> those are fun too <laughs> they add something whole new to the conversation like well you literally <laughs> you literally have to leave your house in seven minutes it That's looks right. like so we should probably get off but where do where should people go uh, plug plug everything you want to plug your music and everything how do people find you where okay. where do they go so the youtube channel is you can search for cv freaks uh freqs uh then um my music name is eden gray uh so you can also subscribe i mean i think you subscribe to the youtube channel cv freaks yeah and i should be doing a new podcast soon with midiverse uh cool. even though i've taken a long hiatus being super swamped um, but yeah, should be doing another one soon. And then, um, my band camp is where I self-release all the albums of, you know, music I made during my PhD. So all the music in my, uh, portfolio, my PhD, uh, dissertation is all on my band camp. It's on different albums. Um, okay. And 
I put a lot of my Bandcamp stuff on a lot of my albums on Spotify, Apple Music, but it's all there, Eden Gray. And then I also have my Patreon, which is, you know, I put up unreleased things and little news and anecdotes uh, on my Patreon, just, you know, Eden Gray. <laughs> I'm just Eden uh, Gray everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. And I'll put, uh, I'll put links in the show description. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Tim. And uh, I look forward to meeting you in person one day and having a jam. Likewise. <laughs> okay. All right. That is the end of the chat, but it's not the end of the episode. Um, thank you to Eden for coming on the show. Please go check out all the stuff that we talked about. There will be links in the show description. Eden uh, works very hard um, to help this community that we all love be what it is. So yeah, big thanks to Eden for her hard work. Um, also, thank you to Patchworks for your continued support of the podcast, P-A-T-C-H-W-E-R-K-S.com for all your Patchworks needs. Um, and thank you to After Later Audio for your continued support of Podular Modcast. I can't talk very well today. You'd think after uh, four years of doing this, I'd be good at it. But uh, it's amazing how many takes I have to do. Um, but I'm not going to redo this one because... Uh, well, today it's just, it's been a day, you know? Um, so yeah, I brought this here synth over to my friend, my friend's house. And you know how I like to do the old, uh, the old field recorder synth setup. Um, so I thought it would be fun to just set the synth in the room where we play with the singing bowls and play piano and have just talk. And, um, so and, and just like record that but also have like some cv set up to kind of like edit it and cut it up in weird ways as it's recording so what i did was i used the onboard mic from the instro and then i went uh out from that into the 4ms percussion interface so i could create a gate um and then i ran that gate into the clock of a u grids so i could get kind of like some somewhat rhythmic uh uh gate signals to record on the um, not only on the R bar, but also on the morphogene, and then I also used a gate to uh, splice on the morphogene. So I thought it'd be crazy if I just kept having it like record and splice and record over and splice and and then just see what happens. Um, so I left it for a few days. No, I didn't leave it recording for a few days. I left it recording for a few hours, and then I just didn't ever listen to it until today. Um, and then I just. I patched up some very, very basic modulation sources to, you know, move through the splices on Morphogene, move through the, um, like, slide time where the, the sample starts, and then also the granular um, stuff on, or the, yeah, the granular stuff on Morphogene. And then I'm also um, slowly modulating, like, the layer and scan and, and the length on the Instro uh, R bar. And then I'm running it the uh the morphogene into a mimeo phone and then i'm running one of the channels out of instro into the tip top z verb and then the other side is going into a data bender um and yeah it's super super weird but you know me i like to make super weird stuff so why don't we take a listen to that for a few minutes
All right, so there is that. It's pretty weird. Um, but I'd like to try to do that again with a little bit more intent. It just kind of popped into my head, and I just slapped it together really quick. Um, but yeah, I think there's something to that. And I did another experiment. Um, I set my field recorder outside uh, with my shotgun mic pointing to the back door of the house. Um, with the door open um, and then the stereo mics pointed out into the two different sides of the yard. Um, and then I had my friend Steven play his singing bowls and then I played some piano uh, and then I recorded that. So uh, I want to play that recording. It turned out okay. Um, but I have this idea. I really want to, um, I want to ha have, like a couple mics outside, two shotguns pointing into the two back doors. Um, one goes into Steven's bedroom and one goes into the, the, the actual house. And so I want us to both play both of the pianos with, um, you know, some field recording stuff going on outside and then us jamming on uh, some piano jams that are in the same key. I think that can make for a, a kind of a magical little recording um, if it's done right and the mics are in the right spot. So again, this is kind of just a, an experiment but uh, I hope you enjoy it.
part of it. Okay, and then uh, I'm going to end the show with one more field recording. It's only it's less than two minutes long, but it was uh, it's a candid thing. It happened, you know. Every time I'm out, almost every time I'm out, somebody's going to ask me what I'm doing. Um, and an animal control officer pulled up, and I was recording a drain. Uh, so you'll hear some water at first, and then she asked me what I was doing, and I figured I would just not hit stop but you can't hear her very well because i didn't want to like point the mic at her because that would be weird um but yeah she had she had a piece of good news which i thought was uh which was very uplifting so i'll let you uh hear it and uh thanks for coming back to podular modcast until next week Um, recording sounds of the neighborhood. Oh, I've heard people do that. Yeah, and there's some water moving through there, so I decided to record that for a minute. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking for cool birds and stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you find any good animals today? Oh, great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, she was in the north end. Wow, after a week, too. Yeah, she got on Oh my gosh. Wow, that's yeah. yeah th- does that happen often with that many days? Some, yeah, sometimes. Really? Wow. Yeah. We uh, had one that ran from Edgewood all the way. Wow. Oh crap, that's a long way. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, good work. <laughs> Bye.